I'm Kelsey Zeiser. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast from Light Reading, where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. Today, I'm talking with Light Reading's Jeff Baumgartner about why YouTube TV is performing better than other VMVPD services. We also discussed some new streaming sports bundles and why ESPN plans to eventually go straight to consumer. Hey, Jeff, welcome back to What's the Story? Hey, Kelsey. Thanks. Good to be back. Yeah, good to have you in the new year. I guess we can still sort of say that. I mean, it is February at yeah. this point, but. Yeah, at least, you know, we're, <laughs> we're still in the first quarter. So, you know, I think that, that still counts. Only the second month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, so you uh, wrote some updates this week on what's going on in streaming video land. Um, yeah. What's new with maybe we start with YouTube? They seem like they're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. There was um, much ado about streaming this week, <laughs> last few days. Yeah, pretty I big. I haven't week. read that Shakespeare play. Yes, it's, it's, uh, I think that's a sequel. Yeah, so. <laughs> a sequel. Yeah, so there, there were. Um, yeah, three, I don't know, significant news items, but yeah, we'll, we'll lead off with uh, yeah, YouTube, right? So YouTube CEO revealed that YouTube TV has crossed the uh, 8 million subscriber mark. So that means that they're pretty much dominating the virtual MVPD arena by a pretty wide margin and that it's becoming a primary player in the broader pay TV market. Um, I think there's some... Belief now with their revised estimates that YouTube TV is basically leapt past Dish to become the third or the fourth largest uh, MVPD of uh, any kind. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I actually have. Um, I've, I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, but I have YouTube TV and I like it a lot. They uh, their DVR. Um, capability is really easy and you can record a ton of stuff on it. Um, and it stays long, up there for a really long time. How long have you had that service? So couple you're, you're a cord cutter. Yeah. So you've been one for a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. And is it, yeah. uh, do you ever run into like buffering or anything? Or is it pretty, pretty reliable? Um, it's pretty reliable. Uh, yeah, we we haven't really had um, much in the way of problems. Occasionally, I have to restart our TV, but I think that's more the um, Amazon Fire um, issue rather than YouTube TV itself, where yeah, you know yeah. the apps maybe aren't loading or something. But um, I mean, even even that's a pretty good. We like having the um, Fire TV. Um, yeah, I mean, we've done pretty well. Yeah, it's amazing because they, um, you know, the rest, a lot of the other pay TV industry, even some of the virtual MVPDs, I mean, they've been flat or you know, losing customers. And yet, you know, YouTube TV, I mean, uh, they attributed some of the uh, NFL Sunday ticket to the growth. Um, we'll see how if any people kind of churn off now that the um, the NFL season, the regular season's over. Uh, the Super Bowl just around the corner. So, uh, but yeah, they're, they're kind of the growth story right now in pay TV. Yeah. It, it also started out, um, you know, as 
often happens. A really good price. I think it was like $35 a month when we started. I think it's up to 60 like or more now. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember exactly. Um, which was kind of unfortunate, but I mean, at that point we're like, well, we like it enough and <laughs> we're used to it. And so that's, that's probably how they get you. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you, uh, are you a super big, cheap? Yeah. Are you a big sports fan? Do you, do you like, I'm not, my sports? husband is, um, okay. he, yeah, he, he's into all the, I, I asked him once what, what his favorite sport was. And he just said, I like sports. So <laughs> He likes everything. Well, maybe maybe this things, works yeah. with him. Yeah, because the other, the second announcement that we were going to get to was Disney, Fox, and Warner Brothers Discovery uh, forming a joint venture to build a sports streaming bundle that will feature more than a dozen channels. I think it was like 13 or 14, along with ESPN+. Plus. And okay. that's going to launch this fall at a price to be announced. Uh, I think the numbers that are being speculated is like maybe $35, $40 a month. And then they're also going to look to bundle it in with Disney Plus and Hulu. And the way that they are promoting it or characterizing it is it'll be a service that's focused on people who have already cut the cord or maybe have not ever subscribe to pay TV and they argue that, you know, this will not accelerate uh, cord cutting any further. So that's TBD um, a few months away. So I don't know if that'll be one to, uh, to be of interest in your household. You, what you're going to have to do probably is look at YouTube TV and see what they have and then see what this bundle has. And you're going to decide, you know, is it additive or, duplicative or, or not so it'll be interesting yeah we actually do have a, uh, yeah. we do use a disney plus and hulu bundle i think it might have espn in it as well but we already get some of that through youtube tv um but i do like having disney plus and hulu is nice yeah then the last one of the trio here is uh uh, Disney's CEO, Bob Iger, on the earnings call announced that ESPN is finally going to go direct to consumer and offer its full suite of channels. So well beyond what you see in ESPN plus, um, along with some integrated sports betting, uh, stats, fantasy sports, you can buy stuff online. So that's supposed to launch in the fall of uh, 2025 at a uh, price to be announced. So not counting the, the streaming sports bundle we talked about that'll kind of represent ESPN's big move outside the, uh, the pay TV ecosystem. So when you put all that together, um, I think that it kind of represents another tectonic shift in the pay TV market. Um, you know, programmers are struggling in an age of cord cutting because of their, their legacy channels are making, less money and, you know, virtual MVBDs, you know, YouTube TV notwithstanding mm -hmm. aren't taking up all the slack. Um, I think Mavid Nathanson estimated that like 26% of PTV sub losses were being recaptured by a virtual MVPD, uh, at least in the fourth quarter of 2023. So that leaves quite a bit of slack <laughs> that that's not being captured. So, uh, you know, and you kind of put it all together, 
yeah, pay TV in general is pretty is still struggling. So everyone's still trying to navigate their way out of it. Uh, so you said that it was 25% of cord cutting subscribers are going over to pay TV. Yeah. So of like uh, 26% of the uh, traditional mm-hmm. uh, TV losses are going to a virtual okay. MVP like, like YouTube TV or Fubo or something. So that still leaves quite a bit of a um, uh, uh, sizable number of customers that just are kind of falling out of the, the TV market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a big chunk. Um, I wonder if they're, does that mean they're kind of just cobbling together their own streaming um, services or um, borrowing passwords? <laughs> well, Do they have any thoughts both. on yeah. where, where did know. all those people go? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, you're right. I think there are a lot of people who are self-bundling. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's where that uh, streaming sports bundle comes together, maybe, you know, for people who are trying to figure out a different way to get the content that they want. Now, one thing about the streaming sports bundle that from Disney, Fox, and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, one of the issues is there's a sizable chunk of the sports rights that are with NBCU and Paramount. Mm-hmm. which owns CBS. So they're not in that bundle. So there, you got a little bit of a gap there. So you might have to maybe get Paramount plus and Peacock and maybe use a digital antenna. So, I mean, there's another, another way you could tackle it, but uh, yeah, the sports streaming bundle is not going to cover everything. That's for sure. Okay. And then, um, so you mentioned the Disney CEO, had an announcement about ESPN going direct to consumers. So does that mean that people can um, subvert a bundle and just go all in on ESPN? And how, what does that look like? Yeah. So traditionally, if you were to get the ESPN flagship channel and uh, all the other channels in the ESPN suite, um, I don't think the ESPN ate the Ocho is a real thing yet, but you know, the, the there's still time <laughs> for that one. <laughs> uh, but um, until to, until now uh, to get all that, you had, you had to get a, uh, some sort of pay TV service uh, mm-hmm. to get ESPN and all the other channels. Now they're kind of making an option. Of, they're going to make an option available where you can get ESPN and that full suite outside the bundle. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what that's going to be priced at, I could only guess. I mean, maybe, I don't know, I'm going to guess 18, 20 bucks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can ask me again in August 2025 <laughs> to see um, to see where we're at. But, uh, yeah, that's another option. And then with that sports streaming bundle, think of it as another virtual MVPD, you know, in, in a way. It's putting together a uh, – channel package and the the way I'm hearing it is uh, or that was actually presented is that the programmers in the streaming sports bundle they're going to get paid uh, by subscriber just like they would through a traditional distributor like a cable operator so uh, think of it as another virtual MVPD I think that uh, that's also drawing some attention from uh, the cable operators and the satellite guys and some of the traditional distributors because 
they're, I think they're a little fearful that uh, this could accelerate cord cutting even further, mm-hmm. even though they're claiming it won't. But you know, time will that's tell. That's what. I- yeah, that's what I was wondering because I know a lot of people just off the cuff. I have friends that, uh, you know, will basically just keep cable just for sports um, or maybe sports in the news. But uh, removing yeah. ESPN from the equation does seem like it would accelerate that even more and might even have an impact on um, some services like YouTube TV. Yeah, I think. Um no, you make a great point because I think sports and news historically was considered the uh, the glue that was holding the pay TV bundle together. And mm-hmm. you're right; I think with um, by coming by by kind of changing the model a little bit, yeah, that the glue is you know loosening <laughs> even further. And then you mentioned YouTube TV. Um, you know that sports streaming bundle drew the attention of Fubo TV, which is a sports focused. Uh, virtual MVPD, uh, whose stock took a big digger after the news was announced. And they put out a statement that calls into question how the JV would impact fair market competition. And they're wondering if the venture could dictate market terms and be detrimental to the consumer interest. So, uh, yeah, so there, there's a little bit of noise, a little bit of static, a little bit of messiness to go along with it. Uh, before, you know, just in the days after it was announced. And, you know, we're still probably five, six, seven months away from that launch. So <laughs> there's going to be a lot, lot to that story to come. Mm-hmm. Um, did Moffat Nathanson say anything about um, have any paid TV services just totally, you know, fallen off the map or you know, doing really poorly. We talked about how well YouTube TV is doing, but are there yeah. any on the flip side that they discuss that uh, that are struggling? Well, I mean, pretty much anything that's a traditional mm-hmm. supplier of uh, of pay TV, so cable, satellite, mm-hmm. uh, traditional telco. I mean, they're all you know losing subscribers uh, hand over fist <laughs> right now. So yeah, the flip side is pretty much everything in the traditional bucket. Uh, you know, Hulu live T uh, the Hulu live TV product has been treading water for the most part. I mean, they haven't been losing customers, but they're not really gaining. Um, I think Fubo's had, had some gains, uh, you know, Philo has talked about gains, but, um, uh, but it sounds like, of the gainers, yeah, YouTube TV is you know far, far and away, the one who's uh, enjoying life at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be definitely be interesting to watch, especially in. Um, I mean, I know we'll discuss this before then, but in fall of of twenty twenty five, see how things change uh, when ESPN um, makes that big change. So, uh, Jeff, yeah, thanks the for the update. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll be a minute. <laughs> yeah. so. Okay, All thanks. Right. We'll see you next thanks, time. Bill. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Jeff, for taking the time to talk today. And thank you to our amazing producer, Pierre Landriot, for making this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>